Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Everybody, I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Yep, we're going to put Ted to work. We're going to put Ted to work in our lives. Ted may not know it, but we are going to put Ted to work. Now, in what our do you lives mean today. by that, Pat? Well, you have to wait because oh, that's oh, like okay. the show. I'm like, who is this person? That's or well, entity or spirit. That's going to be the first question for there our guest go. today. See? What, do you, what do you think? I'm waiting is for that it. Kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. I'd love to put somebody else to work in my life. <laughs> You already have quite the staff. We, just, we, we were just <laughs> talking about the bandwidth issue here. Right? About David, Expansion. David Hemerald and Donna uh, Zajon are joining us here today because there is a very powerful message. I mean, every time you turn around, there's a conversation about change. And the really thing that I love about this, Benny, is that, you know, I'm now working with the seven makeover winners. Mm-hmm. And these Lucky winners. Are, they are f- phenomenal. And you know how you build upon the shoulders of all that have come before you? What is that? Is Sorry, that Ted? we have a little uh, situation in the studio. Oh, wait, no, no more situations. We did the situation <laughs> in the last the show. That's my cousin. It's cousin. Um, <laughs> talk about change. So one of the things that I love is how, how we are all at this place where we're ready to do something different. Um, but sometimes we just don't know what that is. That's what the last show is about. You know, how do you do something different? How do you create a pathway for shifting in your life? And, you know, it, it, it reminds me of, of growing up. And I was very fortunate to grow up with my grandma and be in my grandma's kitchen a lot. And so I learned at a very young age, probably before I could put a good sentence together, that there are some things you do in the kitchen that make perfect sense. And once you learn how to do that, you do that. And if you learn from somebody that does it really well, then what you've learned is a great pattern that you take with you. I've also learned some things in the kitchen that you don't do well. And until you can figure out what those things are, uh, or you get to the point where you look at your life and things are not working for you, you decide that you need to create a change. Well, what we've started in 2010 is thriving again in 2010. That's why, David, I'm thrilled that David and Donna are here, because I have five coaches. And people say, why do you have five coaches? But David actually answered the question. It's a bandwidth issue. It's really a bandwidth issue. And it's because that I have different areas of my life. But today's show is about you all. It's about getting to the place where we can move beyond whatever is going on in our lives, however that story shows up, and step into our full power. Uh, David is joining us. David Emerald is joining us here today. Many of you have heard him on the show. You know, what is different about him is he is like the real deal. And we get to chat with him. We get to chat with him about being the author of The Power of Ted. And we'll talk about that. It is a teaching story. And beyond all of that, it really truly does bring out the leader in all of us. So you're going to get to hear from him. He's also someone that has been able to study and learn about applied behavioral science. And that's also so important. We don't call it that, but think about it. What are we trying to change? Well, if you're eating too much, you're trying to change a behavior. If you're not getting the love in your life, you're trying to change something about it. But Don is joining us here today because she is working with people 
that truly want to up-level their lives, that want to reach their dreams, that want to do something different. And for me, as much of my life as I have spent alone, I have, I have been able to accelerate my realization in terms of the dreams and some of the things we're creating. The new transformation network would not have been able to do that without a, hmm. a team of people to coach and help. And so do you want to take this journey alone? Or do you want to take an accelerated path and do it with some really cool people? Donna and um, David are joining us here today. We've got a super special offer for you. But today's show is about that change. It's about being at that place where you can make a difference. Thank you both for joining us today. Delighted to be here. Thank you, Pat. So I want to ask each of you, and then we're going to talk about this. I want to ask you each a kind of an interesting question, because we talk about victim and victim orientation, and we're going to talk about coaching as well. It's a tough word, victim, Mm. don't you think? And it's hard for us to realize that perhaps that's going on. So I want to ask uh, each of you a slightly different question. Donna, in your coaching practice, being a phenomenal coach, how do you get folks to the place where they realize that they do have that going on mm-hmm. and what that means? You're right that it's a it's a tough word. And victim doesn't usually come up in a lot of our conversations because <laughs> there's a real pushback, especially most people who want coaching. They're, they are wanting to step into a new path. We talk more in terms of the drama. Uh, when there's drama... There's roles, and one of those roles, key roles, is feeling victimized by the drama in their life. They're not getting yeah. what they want. So we tend to, Dr. Pat, talk more in terms of the drama. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know, when we talk about the drama and we talk about how that shows up, and uh, David, this is for you, um, we're not really talking about drama like the Emmys, Emmy Awards <laughs> were, you know, like right. the shows won like Best Emmy for the drama, right? And there was like, you know, a lot of them, right? Best Emmy for the drama. (laughs) We're really talking about drama that really doesn't serve us, David. Is that right? That's absolutely correct. And and yet there is a connection to the Emmy kind of drama. I know. In that there are those three um, kind of archetypal roles that are involved in any drama, which is the victim uh, that that is impacted in some way by a persecutor, whether that persecutor is a person, a condition, or a circumstance. And uh, and then often the rescuer hero uh, steps in to kind of save the day. And the reality is that um, the drama doesn't serve us. In fact, it disempowers us. It uh, tends to take us away from what we really want in our lives and really to put our focus on what we don't want. And that's what drama really is, a uh, a narrowing of bandwidth, a narrowing of uh, ability to be at choice. And so a big part of our work... Um, with the power of Ted and the the services that Donna provides as the director of of coaching and practitioner services for the power of Ted, is really helping people increase their bandwidth, increase their range of choice, and to move from drama to choice. Uh, Donna, I want to ask you the question. I mean, you know, I think David, you just talked about the fact that you're a director, right, of coaching, and so um, it's really important for me to hear from you about your profession and how your profession has changed, mm-hmm. and you know what you. You have brought to the table in terms of the integrity that coaching truly mm-hmm. that I grew up with that coaching had right when you're coaching an executive there's a shift that's about to happen but I wanted to talk with you about what you've discovered about the, the critical success factors 
around your coaching practice? Mm. Great question, uh, Dr. Pat, because the coaching profession is uh, just about 20 years old. And, you know, it's borrowed from the sports world of coaching of of if if uh, an athlete, a, a high level athlete can improve their game with a coach, then why can't we as human beings, whatever our game is, whether it's leadership in the corporate world, whether it's executive director of a nonprofit, whether it's life coaching, transitions, what we know from coaching is is that there is accelerated change when we have support and when we have someone that's challenging us and helping us see what we may not be seeing. Mm. And, and the art of coaching is really being in there with them guiding, asking questions, hearing, listening, maybe what's not being said. It's not about doing for them. So so there's both uh, in in our TED role that we can talk about more through the hour. There's, yep. there's the professional coach that we're talking about right now, uh, that who I am, I make a living as a professional coach. There's also one of the roles of the empowerment dynamic, the power of Ted, right. that anyone can be a great coach rather than rescue. And that there's a distinction there with that type of coaching. So in, in general, the, what you're feeling with the art of coaching is having that partner walking with you, supporting you, yet challenging you. There's no question about it. And what I love about, um, you know, and Ted and, and, and uh, for all of you out there, Ted stands for something very specific, David. And I'd love for you to explain what it stands for and how the components of victimization uh, have been outlined by your work, sure. both well, of your work. Well, and TED is an acronym for the empowerment dynamic, and you mentioned at the top of the hour that, mm-hmm. that the power of TED, the book, is a fable, it's a teaching story. Yep. So there's also a character named TED, but the character is the embodiment of this empowerment dynamic. And the empowerment dynamic stands as the antidote to what, in the book, I refer to as the dreaded drama triangle, or DDT, and the, the kind of the top. I love that, the, I- the toxic nature of the relationship dynamics. And so Donna already um, has alluded to one of the primary shifts. So the, the antidote to the role of rescuer is that of coach. The real foundational or central role is the, is the transformation from victim to creator and really owning our capacity as a creator to uh, get clear about what we want to create in our lives. And then also very importantly, as a creator, to really hone our capacity to choose our response to the life circumstances that we find uh, ourselves in. And then the third role is the antidote to the role of persecutor, which is the role of challenger. As I step into a a, a creator orientation and really live my life uh, from choice, when circumstances or people or situations come into my life that I might have, as a victim, called a persecutor, I can meet that as a challenger and say, what has this come into my life to uh, challenge me to learn? Uh, what what uh, do I need to do to, to grow and develop and to choose my response to the situation? So the three roles in the empowerment dynamic are creator, challenger, and coach. When we come back, we're going to be talking about how these roles, how we can learn to befriend these roles, understand these roles. And then, as I said at the top, I mean, how do we get these to work for us in our lives? And do it in a way so that this is about the slide and glide. This is not about, you know, hitting the rubber meeting the road. I can't stand that phrase. 
rubber meeting the road. It's like, ouch. But how about the slide and glide? How, how can Donna and David help all of us? And we've got a super offer for all of you out there. I hope you have our 800 number. If you don't, I'll give it to you when we come back. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Now I'm moving on to get away from all this pain. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? Well, I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you're hurt. We want to help. We're so sure Topperson will work for you, we offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief with no side effects, ask for Topperson or call 1-800-959-1007. That's 1-800-959-1007. Topperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need, and you can sleep on that. Hi, I'm Brenda Ball. And I'm Tony Ball, and we've been married for over 25 years. In that time, we found ourselves putting on a pound or two per year, and next thing you knew, we're 30, 40 pounds overweight. That's when we made the choice to get on that Take Shape for Life program. After being married for 25 years and struggling with weight that whole time, I'm actually now two sizes smaller than my wedding dress. With the Take Shape for Life program, you can lose those extra pounds. To learn more, visit simpletolose.com. Results will vary. Consult a physician before beginning weight loss program. Call or go online for complete program and discount details. Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness natural food for pets. This is where true wellness begins. Did you know that children should not carry more than 10 to 15% of their body weight in backpacks? This is Dr. Bonnie Verhunt to share some information about backpack safety. The longer a child wears a heavy backpack incorrectly, the longer it takes for a curvature or deformity of the spine to correct itself. That's why it's important that children who are carrying heavy backpacks throughout the year are under regular chiropractic care. They will be better able to deal with the physical stressors being put on their small bodies, and they will be able to enjoy the healthy benefits of a properly functioning nervous system. For more information on backpack safety and how to keep your child healthy throughout the school year, visit vitalitychiropractic.com or call 206-824-5521. And be sure to listen to me, Dr. Bonnie Verhunts, on The Dr. Pat Show, the second Tuesday at 10 o'clock of every month. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I want to make sure that you have the website, powerofted.com, powerofted.com. And also, you can check out the blog as well. If you go to powerofted.com slash blog, 
that's like most people do that, you know, put the blog in there. Uh, that's how we get to blogs most of the time. But check it out. Uh, also, you're going to find a lot of the information. We're talking about a lot of information about Donna and about David here on the show. But more importantly, uh, the book is available for you as well. And so today's show is is truly a show about putting Ted to work in your life. What's interesting about this is a lot of times we come up with, and you both know this, we come up with no pain, no gain. You know, we come up, right? And like I said, the rubber meets the road. What is that about? Ouch. Um, if you've ever spilled on a motorcycle, you know what that means. Um, Twice. Yeah. Oh, but it doesn't have yeah, to be does. right. So the so here's what I love about what we're talking about is if we learn and we embrace people helping us like coaches, because I now embrace them a lot. I love my coaches. Um, then we don't have to go through this painful experience that takes lifetimes for some people. So the question is, uh, you know, about the DDT, uh, the, the what we're calling the dead drama triangle. It seems like we get tapped into the news, we get tapped into other ideas, and we forget that we can actually be a creator. And so I wanted to ask each of you, how have each of you found your own personal creator? And then how have you created a platform for other people to do that? David, you want to go first on that sure, one? That, that's a great question. And, um, and actually what immediately comes to mind is I want to go back to what you were sharing again at the top of the, the show about uh, the early patterns and what you learned from yeah. your grandma in the kitchen. Exactly. And I know for, for me, a big part of my... Um, tapping into the creator within the the uh, and really stepping into a creator orientation was the need to look back at some of my early patterning, which uh, was a pattern that was quite frankly quite rooted in the drama and mm. um, and in realizing that I was rooted in the drama and looking at how the I was playing all three roles in my life, the the victim, persecutor, and then my primary role as uh, as that of a rescuer. I consider myself a recovering rescuer. Is that um, I really had an epiphany moment where I, during my morning quiet time, Donna and I uh, do this every morning, uh, I was in a very prayerful, contemplative space, and I said, okay, I am ready to surrender my victim stance in the world but I need to know what's the opposite of victim. And I knew it couldn't be persecutor rescue. It had to be outside the, the triangle. And immediately the word creator came into my mind. That really was the genesis for the early, early epiphany that led eventually to writing the book. And I then spent years really just in the inquiry and with the help of coaches really considering what is, what's the implications for me in my life to shift from victim to creator and one of the main things I found was really this this capacity to expand my bandwidth uh, around the number of choices available to me. Because if I just watch yeah. the news, uh, I, I'm going to start mm-hmm. to constrict. I'm going to right. – the, the news itself is a form of um, – can can feel like a persecutor in that, you know, the, the world's going to uh, – uh, to proverbial hell in a handbasket, and I start to constrict. And so I decrease that bandwidth and that range of choices. And if I realize that, in fact, I can see what is, and I think it is important to know what what is going on in the world, but then to choose my response, and rather than focusing so much on what's not going well, 
what do I want to be about creating in the world? What, how do I choose to respond to the challengers that we face? I love this because, you know, clearly for everyone listening, I think we've all had challenges, right, Donna? I mean, oh, very much, right? Um, and sometimes, I don't know about you, but I have really had some angels, which I'm now going to call coaches. Mm-hmm. I will tell mm-hmm. you, I have had them since I was very young. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't really understand the framework, and that's what I want to ask you about. Because um, there is a framework, or there is, what I want to say, a level of brilliant, exquisite help that we can get from people such as yourself and that are invested in our well-being. Now, that's not like picking up the phone and calling my best friend on the East Coast because there's a whole lot of things that go on. So I want to ask you, how is it that the coaching that you do and what you both have created helps people move out of that toxic state? We all mm-hmm. know what that is. We can feel it. Mm-hmm. You know, don't you think? I break out on my face when I know that's going on. <laughs> we do all know it, and that's why we began with let's look at the drama. The drama... Uh, creates an oppor- learning opportunity. And you, you building on your concept about pain, we're all in pain. Pain is actually quite functional for us. Yes. Uh, pain helps point us to what we don't want. And so first and foremost, I start as a coach with what are they learning from that painful situation? What are they learning from the drama? Uh, and I start with, uh, because we know uh, as coaches and working with the drama triangle that there's always three archetypical roles that David's already pointed out, the victim, the rescuer, and the persecutor. I love that you both have been able to break it down to three because we also have a whole drama story about how many other roles there might be. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, we could. We tell our, when, Once we're fully into the drama, we, yeah. we're telling ourselves a, a, quite an elaborate story, <laughs> and, and we're extensive in how sophisticated that story can become. So as a coach, you help them you help your clients see the story you're telling yourself and so one of the first places i start is is when they're in the drama what role do they primarily default to because that we can play all three roles we can be a rescuer and then we something doesn't go the way we want and we shift and then we feel victimized and then when we fight back we become the persecutor and we dance all around three roles in a split second sometimes but we tend to have one default role. So one of the first things I do once the pain is calmed down so that they can at least start observing themselves, I ask my clients, what role do you believe you primarily default to? And it takes a few seconds. Almost everyone knows their primary default role. So now I've got really something to work with as a coach. Now we can really help them see what are their triggers? When do they start moving into that default role? So just in terms of a Dr. Pat, a conversation about the depth and detail of how we work. This is this is some of the steps we begin to work with. It's really kind of interesting to be able to do that in a really safe way. Um, and what you're talking about, beginning the shift, right? I mean, it's one of the components. It's one thing to be aware of something like, you know, like I became aware of something today, for example. But it's another thing to do it in a special, what I almost call sacred space, sacred mm-hmm. space of mm-hmm. somebody that really wants you to succeed. This is a key role for a coach because oftentimes we're not involved in their drama. And they see that and they know a good coach really prevents getting pulled into the drama. We don't enmesh ourselves. We really allow ourselves to step aside outside of the circle of their drama so we can see, feel, sense uh, things that they're not 
sensing or feeling. And so that uh, sacred space of being outside and not being enmeshed is huge for a coach. And that's the power of it. And right now, I think people are so needing to get some help. As a matter of fact, we have something special to offer our listeners, Donna. So would you take a moment to let folks know we're going to open up the phone lines and they will have an opportunity to receive a special gift from you both. I'm offering today and excited to offer uh, two individual coaching sessions, 45 minutes uh, for your listeners that are mm-hmm. s- uh, selected, a uh, confidential coaching session, uh, much like how we've been describing here today. And uh, I, I'm excited to do that and be in a space of listening and being a coach for uh, two of your listeners for uh, complimentary individual 45-minute sessions. Okay, and I want to make sure everybody knows how to do that, and I'm going to make sure we open up the phone lines now uh, because you all have told me that I need to open them up earlier in the show. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. And finish the sentence, the power of blank. You have to be able to finish the sentence. The power of blank. And you have to tell Valerie that. 1-800-930-2819. It is toll free. Okay, the power of blank. You have to finish that sentence to get this coaching, okay? Um, do you think I'm like off my rocker a little bit? <laughs> These guys great. are like laughing at me a little bit. Benny's And no cheating. No. <laughs> what is cheating? Well, How do you cheat? There's, How you know, you it cheat? sounds like, oh, give me a hint. No, oh, no, 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 they no, got to no. know right up the bat. <laughs> no, no, you know, right, exactly. See? Uh, I didn't even think of that, Benny. Just letting, letting all of our listeners know. Wow. This is important. Yep, and here it is, 1-800-930-2819. It is toll-free. Give us a call, 1-800-930-2819. We're going to go to break in a minute. But before we do, I would like you, David, tell everybody a little bit about the website, a little bit about the blog and what they're mm. going to find, and also how they can get copies of the book. And when we come back from break, I'll tell you in a minute what we're going to do. Okay, great. Well, uh, the blog is, as you already said, is uh, you can find it by going to powerofted.com slash blog. Uh, I post something three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and it's always short, and it's really looking at applying. It, it's taking an, an application approach to the Power of Ted, and I take uh, sometimes it's topical news types of things. Other times it's just uh, from my own experience or reflections in uh, applying the how we make shift happen. Uh, the the website continues to be a pretty dynamic website in and of itself. There are a number of videos. Uh, there are some uh, downloadable material. Uh, we keep that uh, uh, up to date and vibrant. And the book is available. You can actually walk into any bookstore and order it. Um, and it's available in many bookstores, and it's certainly available uh, through Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and also through the website. So when we come back from break, uh, we're going to really, we're just going to get put down at work here for a minute. David, you too. But we're going to put Donna to work here. How how does this how does this shift actually happen? We're going to talk about some real life things that uh, Donna and David actually do to help people. And what kind of changes are we talking about? Are we just talking about you know maybe not eating chocolate today, or are we talking about now my new favorite word, transformative events in our lives? Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Very special guests here, David Emerald and Donna Sajon. We'll be right back. Crazy world that I'm still living. How would you like increased health and vitality? 
How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Transformation Do you want to increase your prosperity even in this economy? Now through September 17th, Show host Madeline Gerwick is offering selected class CDs for 35% off. Her Prosperity Release CD allows you to release fears related to not having enough money so money can flow to you more easily. The Paper Piles Release will help you let go of old clutter and paper piles that will clear out stuck energy so new opportunities can arrive. Plus, her 2010 Good Timing Guide is available for $9 while supplies last. To order or learn more, Go to askmadeline.com. That's A-S-K-M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E.com. Or call her toll-free at 877-524-8300. That number again is 877-524-8300. These 35% discount specials are good now through September 17th. So order today. Reclaiming your fearless nature with Annette Bingham is about giving you the encouragement and tools to explore who you truly are and then to fearlessly move towards reclaiming it. This program will empower you to become proactive in your own journey to power. On the show, we will be exploring any tool that will help you take back control of your wellness. Topics might include all types of energy work, vibrational healing techniques, connecting with nature, body work, and much more. Tune in each Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time to reclaim your fearless nature with Annette Bingham. That's Tuesday at 5 p.m. right here on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. Good job out there. Good job. You filled in the blank. The power of Benny Fillet. Ding, Ted. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. Thriving Again in 2010 is our theme. And uh, thanks to all of you, we are well on our way. Today's show, um, as I said earlier in the week, actually it was earlier in the month in August, that we were going to really pay attention to change and shift and transformation, not from a psychological or philosophical level, but from the point of view that each and every one of us has the power to create what we desire in this lifetime. We also have the power to create what we don't desire. And so it was really cool to be able to bring David Emerald back, of course, and Donna Sajon to join us here, because sometimes we have to look outside of ourselves to look 
inside of ourselves. If that makes does that make sense a little bit? So Donna is going to uh, and thank you both again for joining us here today. Sure. Um, before the break, I talked about change and shift and transformation and transformative change. I mean, for some people, yeah, not eating chocolate is a big change. But I'd love to ask you, Donna, about what you do with your clients and what kind of changes and shifts do they come to you and want to make? Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's many. And uh, I'd like to hold that question okay. and set a context for it. Uh, because as you introduced or we wrapped up before you we went into the uh, the last break, the idea of change and transformation, and they seem one of the same. And I wanted to create just a little bit of a distinction. Change is, is a great word, and um, we were talking about it constantly. It was the uh, Barack Obama's slogan for his campaign, and it, it has a lot of power to it. And yet transformation is a much bigger context for what's, what really needs to go on. If we look at change, it's adapting. It's answering a question that's been asked. And in some ways, it's, it's moving the chairs around in, in the room. Mm. Transformation means that we ask different questions. Transformation means the room enlarges. Mm. The walls shift. Transformation means we transcend and become permanently different. Change can be managing the details. Transformation means we transcend the details into becoming newer, bigger, better, different. So for me, there is a there is an important uh, difference in these two two words. And the empowerment dynamic refers to truly transformation. If if we're sometimes if we're changing, we may simply be better managers of how we're being a rescuer are better managers of how we're feeling or victimizing, that this, that how we feel a victim as we go through our day. When we really move out of the drama triangle and move into the empowerment roles of transcending rescuer to being a coach, victim to being a creator, persecuting others to really learning to the art of challenging others, now, now we're transforming the way we're showing up in the world. And, and that is the bigger context of how I work with our clients. Mm. Well, and in fact, if you just take the shift, one of the primary shifts is from the role of rescue to the role of coach. And it's not just a shift. It really is a transformation because as a rescuer, uh, and we experience this all the time in working with clients, if we ask them if they own the, the rescuing that they do and you ask them what it is that they really care about, what is it they're really trying to accomplish as a, as a rescuer, it's to be of service and to be of help. However, the mindset of a rescuer, if you really drill down, is one of seeing the other person as either a problem to fix or as powerless or needing your help. As we make the shift from rescuer to coach, there is truly a transformation in how we hold those that we serve. Mm. And so rather than seeing them as a problem to fix, as a coach, Donna and I really hold the person or the people that we're working with as creators in their own right, that we see them as being creative, capable, and resourceful in their own right, whether they know it or not or whether they act like it or not. We hold them in that space and we hold them in that bigness 
that's a much diff- that is a, a transformation from holding people as a problem to solve. Mm-hmm. You know what's so really interesting about what you said is, and please correct me if I'm wrong. I, it's just a little light bulb went on. If we are really holding people as something to fix, then aren't we also creating a subdrama about them in our own minds? <laughs> I mean, they probably have their own drama going on, and now we've got our own little version of a drama. And you probably have managed the situation for a few days. I guarantee you a boomerang and maybe even more explosive a week later. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm talking about we can't just look at changing or tweaking. We really must transform the way we see ourselves and transform the way we hold others. How has the conversation, the power of TED, I mean, what have you heard from the people you've worked with, mm-hmm. each of you, and you have different mm-hmm. ones? And so I want to really look at this at a couple different levels. You know, and Donna, I want to look at this at the individual and the personal level, and then I want to talk about at the next level, which are groups or organizations. And the reason that this is important is... Uh, And stay with the theme transformation, because a lot of times we as individuals undermine the fact that we have the ability to transform. So it's almost like we settle for change, so to speak, using the way you've described it, meaning this is my bandwidth and I'm going to stay in this bandwidth. This is my box. Help me make sure that I fill my box as opposed to I would like a new box. Mm hmm. Help me tweak it so that I can manage. Tweak it. So I can just simply manage. So uh, I like what you're alluding to. We work with individuals and we work with teams. And, you know, we have heard from um, people that, uh, especially in the corporate world, that are using TED to transform their entire culture of their business. And it's wonderful. It's just awesome to get these emails or these phone calls about how lives have really been changed from uh, a father who's who completely saw his autistic son differently mm-hmm. because he was holding him as a problem to fix and when he moved out of the rescuer role and started really coaching him and listening David, it's been amazing, hasn't it? These amazing mm-hmm. stories that we get that that it transforms their relationship within moments, but certainly within days, then habits have to change. Right. Once you have that light bulb go off, as you said, the kitchen experience, right. you really like that. Mm-hmm. Those are habits. Yeah. And so there are ingrained habits from our default way of living in the world. And then a coach can really help them as the light bulbs go out and their willingness to want to learn. Uh, it gets very, very deep, and they come back to the next coaching session and say, wow, I tried this, and it was amazing. Well, we always know something's going to be, there's going to be a step back. And so a coach helps them see what they're learning even in the step back so that they can continue mm-hmm. to embed and try new habits. And over time, sometimes in just a few weeks, it's extraordinary, right. the right. shift. And that's what I really wanted to talk to. And maybe, David, you could talk to this. When we use words like change and transformation, there is an old paradigm. And the old paradigm that I grew up with, especially in my area of expertise in organizational work, work the whole change ma- management model, took like forever. And we're really talking about new tools in our toolbox that really can shatter that paradigm in a lot of ways, I think. And so even the word transformation doesn't have to have sort of the the stigma that it has for this thing that may go on like forever and ever and maybe never really happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you're absolutely right. And one of the things that I do a lot of work in the like your background in the organizational sector. I certainly do some uh, one-on-one coaching. 
But one of the things I'm constantly challenging people and organizations to pause and do is mm. to think about how they think before, before they take action. And are they thinking from a, a paradigm or what I call an orientation that is problem-focused, that's anxiety or fear-driven and therefore reactive in nature, or are they thinking from and and operating out of an orientation that is outcome oriented, results oriented, that taps into their passion and de- their desire, and then leads them into uh, what the baby steps are that they need to take to begin moving toward and manifesting the outcomes that they want to create. And so, a lot of our work, coaching, consulting, is really around helping people discern the baby steps that they're committed to take. I think one of the the aspects that is different than the traditional paradigm that you were talking about is that in the traditional paradigm, if you think about your organizational work, and I'm sure that you, like uh, anybody who's been in a, any kind of leadership role in an organization, knows, oh, we, you know, we need to do a plan, and so we spend all this time with the envisioned outcome, and then we look at our current rally, and then we plan all the steps out from A to Z that we're going to take before we take the first step. And so many people you know, get into the plan, and three weeks later something happens and the plan's void. There's a much more empowerment in this idea of baby steps because yeah. it's just what is the next logical step? And here's what I want to say about baby steps. Every time you take a baby step, one of three things is going to happen. Either it is, so first it could be just that it's a baby step, it's forward progress, it's what I was hoping for, um, and it gives me a little bit of momentum toward what I want to create. The second, and this is where some of the quote-unquote pain at times can come in, is it may be a step back. It may be... I try something that didn't go the way I thought. And part of the role of a coach or part of the process is what can I learn from that? Uh, what's the, the lessons of ex- experience that I'm gaining from what doesn't work? And then the third thing that can happen is you never know when a baby step is going to be a quantum leap. When in t- that would not have happened had you not taken the baby step. So, you know, there perhaps is a conversation or a meeting that opens up uh, avenues and resources that you never could have predicted, but if you hadn't called the meeting or if you hadn't had the conversation, it wouldn't have presented itself. So we work a lot in coaching people around what are the baby steps, because we know it's either going to be a step forward, mm-hmm. a step back to learn from, or a quantum leap. I love what you just said, because a lot of times when we say baby steps for people, they associate that with insignificant. Yes. And right. I love what you said. I want to talk about that when we come back, because I'm just flashing about this whole thing with my grandma. I have a little story <laughs> to share that was a small thing that I discovered that almost ended um, one of the most important relationships in my life. But that and how we can practice TED in our lives every day. We're going to give you some tips. We're going to make sure that you have something to work with. And also go to the website, powerofted.com. Check it out. Lots of information. Follow the blog. Get a copy of the book. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.
Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? Well, I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you're hurt. We want to help. We're so sure Topperson will work for you, we offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief with no side effects, ask for Topperson or call 1-800-959-1007. That's 1-800-959-1007. Topperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need, and you can sleep on that. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. I would like to help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that honor the dignity of the human spirit, value all life on earth, and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let The Dr. Pat Show be your conduit to a global community of people who could benefit most from your product and service. Join the buzz, be the buzz, and let our success be your success. For more information, call me, Dr. Pat, at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Join the Dr. Pat Show, the show that is changing the lives of thousands. Ugh, aren't you tired of the same old negative vibe? Hey, Valerie, have you heard about TransformationTalkRadio.com? No, what's that? Dr. Pat is launching a new network. and she... Dr. Pat? Dr. Pat. How many hours is she going to be on? It won't be all Dr. Pat. She'll be joined by her friends, transformative hosts from around the globe. TransformationTalkRadio.com is a 24-7 network. 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her guests? No, 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her hosts. Oh, very good. When does this start? This starts in August. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Where is it going to be broadcast? You're going to be able to hear her in Seattle, Boston, Connecticut, New York, Rhode Island, on over 300 cable radio stations, and on the Internet everywhere. Listen live at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Great. We should spread the word. Absolutely. Spread the word. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. And um lost my train of thought right there. My fault, Pat. I, t- I accept okay. full responsibility on okay, that one. Okay, good. Thank you, Benny. You're welcome. That's a cool thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Donna and David in the house. Powerofted.com is the website. And we're really talking about much more than our website. We're really talking about an invitation for all of us to learn how to take our lives back in so many ways. And you, to do that in a way that makes sense. For me, I discovered that I've gone the, I've gone the path alone and that didn't work out very well. And the minute I found that there are people um, such as Donna out there that have phenomenal coaching skills and have a very 
brilliant way to help us to the next level. I will tell you, you will save light years. Thank you both for joining us here today. I want to share a little story because it's going to go back to the small baby step thing really quickly. I talked about being in the kitchen with my grandmother. I learned a lot, and I'm not going to go into that. But there's one thing that I learned that stuck with me for every day of my life, and that is in order for you to cook good Italian food, you must use a wooden spoon. So I equated that with, in order for you to cook good food, you must use a wooden spoon. You could not use another spoon. You couldn't use stainless steel. You couldn't use plastic. You had to use a wooden spoon. I had wooden spoons of every size you can Mm -hmm. imagine. And then I got into a relationship. So what happens when the person you love, the first time you see them, not use the wooden spoon? (laughs) Okay. Now I'm not going to say much more about it because that was one of the great, the major fights of my life. And then I couldn't explain rationally why do you use the the wooden spoon? Why can't you use stainless steel? But the point was that I was holding on to this, and there was such a right and wrong way about it. And I still don't. But it was a. It was for me. It was a small step, that awareness, that made an enormous difference. And I wanted each of you to talk about that because I think people today can take these steps and have dramatic changes in their lives. Let me speak to it real quickly, and then I'll, I'll get the coach on the, on the mic here. What you just described, Pat, is an everyday drama. <laughs> and, and, uh, and I'm sure that to your loved one, you were showing up as a persecutor. You felt persecuted by the fact that they were using something other oh, than a wooden spoon. They thought it was OCD. And, and, um, and you're off to the races. And, mm-hmm. and in fact, uh, I would predict that it resulted in a conversation that I call victim, victim, who's the victim, where we're, where we're kind of uh, in a, a tug of war of who gets to be the, in the victim space and who's being the persecutor. Um, that said, um, I love it when we have kind of a, a theme that runs in our conversation, and one is this notion of bandwidth. As long as you see that all cooking requires a wooden spoon, you're narrowing your bandwidth. By expanding your bandwidth, and coaches can help you uh, look at other uh, possibilities and other applications, you expand your bandwidth and you develop the capacity, just using this as a metaphor, of when do I use a wooden spoon and when is a stainless steel spoon or whatever other form of spoon uh, perhaps more... Um, helpful and more empowering to the outcome that you're trying to create. Mm-hmm. So it's a great, great story. <laughs> My hunch is uh, when you realize that there was a fair amount of pain. It was awful pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that wooden spoon meant my grandmother. Yes. Mm-hmm. I had to give up my grandmother. And the attachments that we create, uh, oh. because that little girl heard that message. Yeah, and yeah. that little girl was still in the kitchen now with an adult relationship. So having the pain meant that you were opening up and that is uh, that's the learning point mm-hmm. and and uh, th- then we are at a choice point as david wonderfully said do we want to keep our narrow bandwidth and if we do we're going to limit possibilities in our life and yet that's the choice many of us sometimes make we go down the path of uh let's just say we have blinders on we we become sleepwalkers and because we have decided we're going to choose the path of only one wooden spoon. Right. <laughs> There's exactly. a book title in there or something. There's got to be something in there. I actually talk about this a little bit in, in some of the things I write. 
But it was like you said. It was a real aha moment for me in my life. And those are the learning moments, and those are the moments that we want to accelerate with real velocity, and especially as an emotionally mature, developing adult, we have lots of those. So what do we choose to do with those? What you've asked me several times today is is how does the coach help and leverage those right. moments? And those are rich moments. We mind them. You bring I ask you to bring those everyday situations to our coaching sessions and we and we work with them and then you go away with homework about how we're going to help you um Use a stainless steel spoon and what it feels like in your body and what it, what does it feel like when you're actually learning to have a new conversation with your grandmother mm-hmm. and we really might actually duplicate that. There's every coaching session and client is different and unique, but it is about that growing up that uh, into the adult perspective so that we can expand our bandwidth and then become what we want. See, that's the other core question as a, as a coach. Well, what do you really want here? And don't you think right now that we have millions of people being faced with reduced bandwidth? They don't even have the bandwidth that they had a year or two ago. Uh, And so the question then becomes, you know, how do we help people see that there are possibilities Mm -hmm. even beyond what they had? Um, And I wanted to ask each of you uh, for your personal message. But before I do, please give out your phone number for people that are listening and would like to contact you directly or email, whatever the best way is for them to do that. Um, so, and, and then thank you both for joining me here today. I'd love to hear your personal message. Sure. Well, first of all, the phone number is uh, in the Seattle area is area code 206-780-0994. Again, that's 206-780-0994. And, in terms of personal message, I, I want to share a story which is, to me, illustrative of everything we've been talking about and your last comment, Pat, about the reality that many people are facing a narrower bandwidth, a narrower range of choices. Ha- received an email from a gentleman a year or so ago who had uh, had read Ted, was at the time he read The, the Power of Ted, he had lost his job. Uh, his mortgage was, he was facing the, the prospect of possible foreclosure, and I could go on with the story, but mm-hmm. what a lot of people are experiencing. And he stepped back and said, so what choices can I make given this? what's happening in my life? And he realized that he had a, a couple of uh, spare bedrooms. His, his kids were out of the house. So he rented out his bedrooms, mm. saved his mortgage. Uh, started doing more networking and talking to people about his ideal job. And not that this work is always this magical, but what happened was one day because of the, the networking conversations he had been having, he received a, a call seemingly out of the blue from someone who offered the exact perfect job for him. And it, so my personal message is to, is to realize that it really is all about choice. So if I can boil it down to a statement, Choose choice. Mm. Just realize that we are always at choice, even if it's a narrow bandwidth of choice. Mm. Wonderful. And so I'll, I'll build on that is, is uh, ask yourself, what do you want? Because oftentimes we're focusing on, I don't want to lose my house. I don't want this. I don't want that. What do you want? And a lot of my clients can't answer that question. Ask, what do I want? And I may not have a really clear focus, but usually we have a general idea. And once we get a general idea of what we want, baby step your way to success. 
Take a step, learn, adjust, take another step, learn, adjust. And every time you do, you'll get closer to and clearer about what you really want. Avoid the need that I have to know today, it has to be big, and it has to happen today. Baby step your way to success. I love that because I decided that I wanted this loving relationship. And so both of us, both of us we took all our spoons in the house and we burned them in the fireplace, <laughs> oh. our brand new fireplace, <laughs> and had a great time doing it. Great bottle of Chianti. <laughs> what a ritual. Thank you both Wonderful. for joining the show today. Been delightful. Thank but you. I still have wooden spoons in my house. Along with the stainless steel there ones. You go. All right, everybody, let's take a break here from the Dr. Pacho. Lots coming up on this network. We'll be right back with lots more from some other folks. See you later. Well, I'm in the 